hey, hey, welcome back. Another episode of Montana DNA coming at you. Um, we're finally back in studio, Dane. How are you feeling, buddy? Oh, it's been a long time. Long time coming. Um, I'm feeling like I'm buzzing, though. I'm ready to go. Um, but we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. We don't have any preparation involved for this one. No preparation operation going on here. And uh, yeah, it's good to be back here in studio. So, um, um, so I don't know if he's been mentioned before on the podcast, but the white whale. The white whale that we want. <laughs> G. Wids, Garrett Pierness, Adrian. Hey, hey. Yo, boys, guess what? This is the first time me, Dan, and Ozzy have been alone. In the same room alone. In, like, pr- probably ever. Ever. It's actually kind of weird. Being next to the white whale, we all know now. We all, <laughs> we all love. It's off the charts. But we've been talking about this for quite some time. G. Widow called me when the first epi dropped. He was all fired up on that podcast. We want to bring him in full time. We're trying to drag him west, but he hasn't been. Uh, we've been kind of struggling to get him get get him to move out here, but we're hoping to add him to the squad here uh, sooner than later. Yeah, this will be a little bit of a trial run to see how he meshes with the group, and I have high expectations and high hopes. So, um, yeah, I don't know where we go from here. What what do we what do we got going on? Well, so, what are we doing right now? What's this weekend? Oz. So basically, what's what's going on this weekend is is Montana's thrown together the, fir- the the inaugural Montana Ski Days. This is the first ever, um, and um, man, it is just absolutely impressive. The turnout's been awesome. Um, we got G Widow in town, which is basically that was kind of. G, getting G Widow out here was priority, but everybody else has been an absolute <laughs> bonus, and it's just been sweet. Great turnout, young crowd, but I feel like I'm bringing some leadership to the group this weekend, and it's fun because as I've grown in age, as I, as, as, <laughs> all right, let's be honest, I didn't bring any sort of leadership to the group, but whatever, I feel like I am, and in my head, my head's about the size of a stinking whoa. Watermelon. Watermelon, at least. Bare minimum. But anyways, yeah, so no, it's been a good weekend. There's a lot of people in town, and uh, we've been kicking it with the boys on the back porch until odd hours of the morning. Like, last night, what was it? I don't know. I was tucking in by, like, 3, 30, 4 o'clock. Oh, another big big piece of information. So there's a new pad. This new pad just formulated about a couple weeks ago. We're actually in studio at the new pad as we speak. So we got uh, Trevor Tarnan. I think he's spearheading it. Finds this house in Evergreen. We got a big shop. We got a big house. There's seven bedrooms. Perfect timing. This weekend's coming up, and we know a lot of people are coming to town. Well, we move into this house. I just abandoned Yuppie, and I've come down to this pad. It doesn't have a name yet, but... So, we're we're tucked into the, the master closet in this pad right now. Well, talk about perfect timing. I mean, you guys line this palace up, and, I mean, this thing's capacity. I mean, there's guys laying everywhere, isn't there? Well, I'm sure, yeah. I haven't been over here after hours, but man, I can imagine that. There is uh, quite a crew staying here at the Palace, but yeah, no, what a venue. I mean, this thing, we had, what, Thursday night, people were rolling into town, and we had this place all filled up, and everybody was enjoying themselves. There's enough room to breathe, and what do you, gee whiz, outside perspective, what, what are you thinking about the Palace? Dude, this place is sick. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in. Who do I see? I see Dan Hoffman in a shop. I see Bert Simon. That guy's got like dreadlocks or something, cornrows. I was just like, dude, I'm back in Montana. We got all the, all the weirdos just kind of chilling, you know, dreadlocks, <laughs> wrenching on trucks. <laughs> it's next level. It's next level stuff. Yeah, it's off the charts. 
But yeah, no. So the the skiing's been subpar the last couple of days, though, boys. Were you oh, up there, Gwit? I got cheddared. <laughs> that ski hill beat me up. How's your tailbone doing? Horrible. <laughs> Shaved her down half Dude, an inch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at like a quarter inch on the tailbone now. I saw a video of G-Wids at the mountain. The guy, he was sliding down. He was probably sliding for 30 seconds on his butt. Gets back up. He does a couple quick carves. Goes yeah. back down. He <laughs> <laughs> got a little bit dinged up. Oh, it was brutal. G-Wids, how much experience do you have on a board? That was my second time snowboarding. And your experience is pretty much limited to the powder pimple. Never been there. You've never been to the Powder Pimple. Biggest hill I've snowboarded is probably like 30 feet. Really? Hairback Hill over there at John Castillo no, Place? No, right? it was uh, right in Rockford, probably like some sewer mound or something. <laughs> we built the jump. I hit that thing full tilt, <laughs> landed straight on my hip, and I was done. It was my, I had a snowboard for five years. I went one time, got rid of the snowboard, came out to a mountain. I was like, I don't have a snowboard, so, you know, Aaron Ho-Ho. Ho-Ho. Yeah. I was like, dude. You going to ski days? He's like, no, I'm not going to ski days. I'm like, well, here's the deal. I'm going to ski days. Got rid of my snowboard. I need a snowboard. So he gave me his snowboard. I'm like, all right, well, I don't have a helmet and goggles. So who do I call? Three guesses. First two don't count. <laughs> Ryan Mahona. <laughs> nope. I'm going to go with a, uh, ooh, Bert Simonton. No, Jordan Kivyati. <laughs> Jordan that guy's in nursing school. He can't make it out here. Smart kid, by the yeah, way. Single. Really smart. Single. Um. Yeah. Very single. Very single. Good looking kid. Tall. Blonde. Yeah. Blonde hair. He's probably. I don't even know why I'm blonde. saying this, but anyways, keep going. <laughs> yeah. So I call up Jordan. I'm like, hey. So I'm going to ski days. I got a board and boots. I need a helmet and goggles. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Grab my helmet and goggles. So what do I do? I grab his helmet and goggles. Then I head out here. I get here probably what three thirty on Thursday. You would know better than me. I can't. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, it's, it's about probably three thirty. Yeah, sure. Thursday. So I roll to this place, the palace. We'll call it. We'll call it the palace. Roll for to now. the palace. Go in the shop. People are wrenching like Alti's chucked out of commission. Like, is that anything new around here? Is no, he I don't think so. on his vehicles. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a lead foot that Altarn and then. So anyways, yeah. So Friday I went up to the ski mountain. What's it? Ski White, Whitefish Resort or something? Big Mountain. Big Mountain. Big mountain. Go up to the Big Mountain. And so what happens is once you go there, you get your snowboard on, you kind of like just kind of glide to the first ski lift, right? So <laughs> I grab my snowboard. Are you on. getting butterflies like before you? <laughs> on that first little slope. Yeah, yeah. I grab my board, get my helmet on, put my goggles on, and I strap the snowboard on. And it's just like a really slow incline, like two degrees maybe. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, here we go. First time. I step on the board, strap it up. I just start kind of <laughs> doing a slow cruise. Boom! <laughs> Land right on my body. Cheddar. And so I'm like, well, what do we do now? So I try to get up, and it's actually a lot harder than you think standing up on a snowboard when you're strapped in. So I'm like, dude, I don't know why I'm at the big mountain snowboarding. It's my second time snowboarding. I fell like two seconds in on a really low incline. <laughs> it's just not looking bright for the rest of the day. Yeah, that's exactly Plus, why. It was raining. Yeah, it was raining too. Really crappy snow conditions, even though I had a blast. So, anyways, I get to that ski lift. The hardest part about snowboarding, so you get on the ski lift, you go up. When you're getting off the ski lift, 
That's the hardest part. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, if you can get off, everything else is a breeze. Yeah, I was like, oh, that seems pretty easy. So I hop off, boom, land straight on my face. It's me and Cameron Carver in his first time snowboarding too. We're just trying to like figure out these ski lifts. It's like, oh shoot. So we go all the way to the top of the mountain. We get to the top. We got like Parker Hilka, Ryan Mahonen, Blake Hilka, uh, Zach Hoika. Just a bunch of guys yeah. that are seasoned. Yeah, they're like veterans. So they go to the this like little drop, and I don't know what they call them, the drop into the mountain. Like on the backside? I don't know. Sure, yeah, the drop. <laughs> like it's where you like hit the trail, or what do they call paths? Yeah, that'll work. That'll work, for lack of a better word. So you hit the, you hit the snowboard path, like down the mountain, then you go to the ski lift. They're like... Hey, the runs. Yeah, the runs. There we go. The runs. So, they're up on this, this to the start of the run. And me and Cameron are like, oh, you guys hitting the run? We didn't say that, obviously. You're abusing oh. that word already. <laughs> they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, is this one pretty easy? You know, I'm looking for like the bunny hill. Like, no, this is the hardest one. So I kind of stop and stare, and I look at Cam. I'm like, dude, Cam, what are we going to do? This is the hardest one. They're hitting the double black diamond or whatever it was called. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. So I'm like, well, let's go find an easy one. So we go talk to this guy. I'm like, hey, what's the easiest path? I probably said path or something. What's the easiest hill to go down? He's like, oh, it's probably Whitetail Run right there. So me and Cam, we kind of like slink over to Whitetail Run. And we're getting all strapped in. We're on the top of the run or the drop in drop in point drop in point and we're at the drop in point so i'm looking down it's kind of foggy you can't see like too much like later on in the day you couldn't see you can only see one like ski lift in front of you oh yeah going up the mountain it gets pretty bad up there yeah so i'm like dude cameras like we gotta hit this so we got strapped in we drop in i probably like made it 10 feet just boom i'm down down and out for the count just skier just wasn't past me. There's like three year olds, and here's me, you know, big nineteen, falling on a snowboard. And there's three year olds just zooming past. Kid me. from Big Lake. Yeah, like, <laughs> like one of the oh, Big Lake guys, you know. <laughs> yeah, fellow Big Lake right here, Oz, Mr. Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bolt, big shout out to you, man. Love ya. All right, keep going. So anyway, so it's like the first. Uh, so it's like a big, like, steep incline, and then it, like kind of like powders off a little bit and then kind of like weaves and turns and you get more steep ones the first one's probably like 50 to 100 yards i kid you not i fell probably 30 times just trying to figure this thing out the snowboarding thing they call it are you I, having fun at that point no or is it... i hated it <laughs> my knee was chattered because the night before i wrecked it playing ping pong i don't know how you do that but anyway so i'm like i'm not having fun at all Cam's like, oh, this is a party, man. Like, yeah. So is Cam picking it up at that point? Me and Cam are both horrible. Okay. We're not doing anything. Like, is he falling as much as you? Yep. If not more. Okay. (laughs) Shout out, Cam. Okay. I don't hear him complaining. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. I'm kind of like a Debbie Downer about this whole snowboarding thing, like in this moment in time. So I make it down the whole uh, run. I'm like, dude, like, I don't know if this is for me. Like, towards the end, I kind of got the hang of it, the curving and the snowplow and whatnot. So we make it down. We go back up the ski lift. I'm like, dude, let's hit that again. So second time around, let's say I fell 50 times the first time. Second time, I fell, like, 20. Third time around, 
You're not going to believe this. I only fell three times. Really? From uh, the top three to the times. bottom? No. Talk about it's it again. Like it just a, picks things up quick, but you're from Big Lake, so it yeah. doesn't really... There's no mountains in Big Lake. Yeah. Yeah, so I probably fell like three times. So I'm like buzzing. There's a photographer in the middle of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> There's a photographer. So you, at this point, you're thinking like, okay, I got to impress the photographer. Yeah. I got to do something kind of sick. Yeah. So it was on a steep incline. So the photographer, he's in the middle. I'm coming. I'm on the left. And I cut to the right, kind of snow plow. And I try to cut back to the left. And I just eat it. Like, dude, that was my time to shine, you know? Right. Photographer right. snapping pictures of me. And so I kind of chat with him. I'm like, hey, how's it going? He's like, oh, not bad, not bad. I was, I was just like throwing out little humble breaks. I'm like, yeah, it's only my first time snowboarding. Only fell three times. He said, wow, that's, that's impressive, blah, blah, blah. That, that was whatever. Make it down to the bottom. Go back to the top. It's time for lunch. Oh, third time around, we ran into Brennan Mahonen. That guy's on skis. Guy's a wizard. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like He's like skiing backwards watching me snowboard. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if he has like mirrors on his goggles where he can see behind him. I think him he or... might. He might have installed some, like there's those little rear, do you see mm-hmm. those little rear yeah, views? Yeah, on yeah. yeah that's I, I got some from the book fair in like fifth grade, sunglasses. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> the book fair at Big Lake. Yeah. Oh, those things were sweet. Yeah. <laughs> they call like spy awesome. goggles or something. Yeah. You can see if there's attackers behind you or something. But anyways, so I do three rounds. I'm after the second run. Second run was fun. Third run, I was having a party. Like I was having a blast. I was gonna be there all day long. So we go up to the top and we eat lunch. I got a nine dollar fifty burger. It tastes like not good. Tastes like absolute butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> it was drier than a bone. But yeah, we got like Ross Hilka. He was there. Um, then the same boys I mentioned in Austin Kesky. Hey, Al Kesky. Oh, he got in he late got last, in last night. night. Big shout out to Al Kasky. Yeah, Al Kasky. Legend. So anyways, after lunch, they're like, dude, let's all go hit this mountain together. Dude, that sounds like so fun. I've got the hang of the snowboarding thing. So it's Whitetail Run. I've, I've done it like three times already. So, you know, I got I know this place like the back of my hand, this yeah. Whitetail Run. So we go down, you know, I'm kind of like keeping up with each other. Really foggy out. So I take a left. Everyone else goes right. <laughs> I'm snowboarding by myself, but I'm having the time of my life. Just shredding the drifts, wet snow, whatever. It was fun. So make it to the bottom, and my knee pecking hurt bad, my right knee. So I go to the top, and I'm just kind of sitting there waiting for boys to get back, you know? Because I'm ready to head out at this point. I was having fun, but my knee wasn't. So I'm like, dude, like, what do I do? I don't have a car. I don't know. I have no clue how to get to the bottom, even. <laughs> Only thing I know is whitetail run, and then they have hot chocolate inside, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I make it to the top, and I'm just kind of calling people. You don't really have service in the middle of a run, plus you're snowboarding. You're not going to pull your phone out real quick and answer a call. So I'm sitting up there, probably there for like half hour, just kind of like waiting for people to show up. So I call up Ryan Germu, because he said he was going snowboarding that day. So I'm like, hey, Urge, what's happening? Where are you at? He's like, well, I'm at the resort at the top of the mountain. I'm like, oh, sweet. He's like, I'm in the basement. I'm like, all right, I'll come down to the basement. So there's Ryan, Grant Holland, and Damer. And Damer. Yep. They were there. So I kind of hashed up with them. And that's when, like, Parker and Ryan Mahoney came back in. I'm like, because Ryan wrecked his shoulder a couple weeks ago, give mm-hmm. or take, mm-hmm. apparently. Apparently. Yeah. So I'm like, Ryan, are you ready to go? Like, I'm beat up. I'm ready to go. So, yeah, let's go. I'm like, so are we taking the ski lift down? Or? <laughs> no, I was kind of hoping we're taking the ski lift down because the whitetail run is like, how long? Maybe five minutes, ten minutes. I don't know, to go down. And he's like, no, let's just snowboard the whole way down. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, this is going to be brutal. 
I'm just beat up. Your that knee mount, is killing you. Yeah, that, that mountain, it ate me up and spit me out. That's how we'll say that. So I'm like, all right, fine. So we're kind of just like, he knows this place like no one else. He's got like a map inside his head of this big mountain. <laughs> so he's like, all right, just follow me. There's some places you'll need to take speed. Otherwise, you won't make it across the path or whatever. I'm like, okay, I got this. So we're kind of just nosing down the hill. It was like a really low incline. Some places dropped. But it's probably like, it was the longest run ever. I was just like, come on, man. <laughs> like, it ain't ending. Yeah. It goes on forever and ever. Mm-hmm. And you have to like go across like runs and... Because we pretty much just took like a snowmobile trail down maybe. But <laughs> the story's going on way too long. So I'll end it quick. I fell like 30 times on the slow incline. We finally make it to the bottom, but he said, all right, we got like another 10 minutes to go. The cars are right down to the left, but we just snowboard down and take way faster. I'm like, no, like I, I guarantee I can beat you down. I'll just run through the woods real quick. He's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, you're on. So I step in the woods, <laughs> sinking the snow up to my belly button. I'm like, dude, Ryan was right. Like, so I'm just like swimming through snow. Then I hear Ryan in the distance, hey, Garrett, I'm at the car. I'm like, oh. So I'm swimming through snow, slide down, really steep, roll to the car, we bounce. And I was so happy right there. Get in the car, guzzle water. <laughs> that was my big moan experience right Holy there. Holy smokes, yeah. That was a fiasco, hey? Oh, that was, yeah. That's a long-winded story right there. Oh, it was never ending. Are you, going, are you coming back? <clears throat> Like snowboard? To, to snowboard, specifically. Dude, you know what I was thinking yesterday? I might try skiing next year. Yeah. Because really. apparently it's a lot easier. It's a little more, like, in a natural position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Especially like if you're, like, skate or, you yeah. know, I mean, you're a big hockey guy. You skate around the rink, you know. Mm-hmm. You're buzzing around the rink. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Anyhow. So, Oz, I heard you went to the big mountain yesterday. Yeah, I went as far as uh, the parking lot and uh, <laughs> ripped, ripped a U-ball and ripped out of there in my truck. I topped it out on the way down. Got up there and it was dumping rain and I figured, hey, yeah. listen, I, I live around here so I can just go up there at any given moment. Humble brag. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm going to go up there on a good day. And Dane, you haven't made it up. And I refuse to go. Why is that? I just it It's kind of similar to your experience, but every time I've went... It's just been like, it's been a, a ride down the mountain on my tailbone. So, I mean, if I want to go grind my tailbone down, I'm not going to throw on a snowboard or a set of skis. I'll just go to the top of the mountain, do a butt drop, and keep sliding. Dude, that's another part of the story I missed. It's a long story, but I got to throw this in here quick. So, on the way back down to the very bottom, I was just, I had it, you know. My legs were shot, whatever. So, every steep incline I got to, I would just sit down and slide down until I got flat again. And get back up, go to the next steep one, just sit down. I just slide down <laughs> my butt because I just had it. That's hilarious. So, G Widow. Yeah. Big Lake Kid. I've known you for a long time. Like, back in the day, I was probably like six coming to your place to play hockey. Yeah, you're a young little six-year-old. And uh, I've always known that. you as just like a little a little Garrett Pierness. Yeah, it was Dion's younger brother. Yeah, Dion's little brother. And, um... It was kind of interesting, like, recently, like, fairly recently, you started popping onto the radar. 
as like on everybody's radar. Within, you know, like, I'll see. I would say like probably two two to three years ago, you kind of started coming out of the woodworks. <laughs> so what, what? When was your coming out party? Was there a time? Did you like show up at someone's place? At like at like some sort of like New Year's party maybe? Or oh, that's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, was it a New Year's party? Did I hear that? Right? Yeah, it was a New Year's party at the Adam Garrett Lee pad. So. I lived at the Pulaski Pad with Ryan, Jermu, Mitch Laho, Owen Jordan, Owen Ketsky. <laughs> and I lived at the Rockford Pad with those same boys. Oh, hey, Adam, Adam Lee's calling. Adam Lee, what's going on here? We're, uh, we're in studio. This is Oz talking. We got, uh, we got the three musketeers in here. Uh, what do you got to say? Uh, am I calling in? <laughs> first this is the first calling on the pod, buddy. <laughs> okay, well, I just want to say hi to my mom and that uh, I'll be home on Monday. And uh, I was just curious what you guys are doing. We just made it back to civilization. We're just hitting record right now, Adam. Um, oh. We're okay. mid epi right now, so. Nice. Well, I won't take up too much of your time. I just picked up some uh, Caesar Bowtie salad from Super One, so I'm looking to get some lunch. Hey, Adam. Um, hey. I'm going to let the podcast know that you're going to be the guy that's behind the guitar, the intro music here. Of this so, episode. Of this particular episode. So, um, yeah, that's well, all, that's well, all Adam, I want to add. Adam. I, we just I just wanted to ask you um where what where did you get inspiration for this little song here? Let the people know. I just I just kind of brewed it up. It just kind of came to me in a dream that I just kind of pictured you know riding a horse down the trail, kind of what you'd be listening to, or what would be playing in the background, you know. <laughs> that was kind of the that was kind of the the birthplace of it, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah, so what you... I'll talk to you guys. I got, I got kids in the van. The van's running. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. <laughs> All right, Lee. Well, thanks for calling in, buddy. We, we appreciate the call and take care of yourself. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Take yeah. care. <laughs> All right, Bye-bye. see ya. <laughs> okay, okay. Where so, was I? Uh, All right, New yeah. Year's party. Speaking of Adam, what do you got? Yeah, so... Before I had moved out, I was probably, okay, we'll just say, I think I was like 17, maybe, 16 and a half, mm-hmm. and I would go to the Lee Pad, or not Lee Pad, the Pulaski Pad, to hang out every weekend, Friday after school, I'd just go to the Pulaski Pad and hang out, stay there the whole weekend, and I was there New Year's Eve, and I got to know Ryan Jermu pretty well, Mitch Laho, and Ryan's like, hey, what are you doing for New Year's? I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't think I'm doing anything really, I just chill here. He's like, all right, why don't you come to the Lee Pad with me? So, oh, all right. So me and Ryan go to the Lee Pad. I'm just sitting in the back, you know. There's all these old folks, you know. You got, like, Grant Holland. And <laughs> How old are you at this point? Probably, like, 16, pushing 17. Seven, yeah, okay. And I'm at a New Year's party with, let's see. The Grant Hollands, yeah. the gamers of this world. Yeah, it's probably, like, 26, 25 and up. So I'm just kind of, like, sitting there, like, kind of, like, on Ryan's tail, you know, he's the only guy I really know, is Ryan Jermu. So what happens is, I get thrown into a New Year's resolution game, where you have to say, like, New Year's resolutions, and yeah, Adam Lee and Marcus Lee, and they were telling me later, like, dude, like, who is this kid? Like, where did he come from? <laughs> this was before you could grow a mustache. Yeah. So you, you were That was like... actually one of my New Year's resolutions, to grow a better mustache, because I had little peach fuzzies. Now I just got long peach fuzzies, but before then, I just had little... Itty bitty peach fuzzies. But, well, but basically, what I'm getting at though is like you're out of place. I mean, yeah. you're not fitting in at least bit, and they they can. It's noticeable. Like you're yeah. a young kid. Who the heck is this kid? Like, where are his parents? You know. So what ended up happening? Like, did you perform at this at this party or like? Well, I mean, 
I kind of like. Or is this just getting your your name out there at this point? I kind of tinkle on the guitar a little bit. Just where I'm Could bored. you actually play? or? So I just kind of like playing like This Land is Your Land or just a beginner song. And then, yeah. I don't know, the girls are loving it, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so that's that. Kind of just threw my name out there. Here I am. I'm Garrett Pierce, you know. That's, where, that's, that's where it all started, I guess. I don't know. Before that, were you as an outgoing person as you are now? Or has that kind of, have you kind of blossomed into a more outgoing guy? Where, you know, you go to services and you're just, like, you're ripping around. You're talking to a bunch of people. Like, everyone knows your name is what I'm trying to say. You kind of become one of these guys. Beats me. Quick tire pump. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it has happened, I guess. I mean. Well, yeah, because, like, before it was, like, this this G Widow. I I knew your nickname from from, from Confo. From Confo. Ryan Mahonen. He's like, we're going to call you G Widow. I'm like, sweet. Yeah, well, like, I knew I knew this G Widow kid, and I knew you worked at the local hardware, Hank. Three years there, yeah. <laughs> Three years at hardware, Hank, working yeah. under Clayton. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, that's one thing I do know for sure. But, um, no, all of a sudden, I, I go out to Minnesota, and there's this, this new white whale in town. And, and, uh, <laughs> and Garrett Pierce, and then, yeah, so it's just kind of weird how you went from, like, my, like, this little kid that would come over, and, and a little pushover, I'm going to go ahead and say it, pushover, yeah, yeah. um, to, to kind of a white whale status guy, and, and, you know, it's just kind of interesting how that, that transpired. Yeah, a little story about Oz back in the day, is me, Oz, Carson, Bryce, and Kirk, we're, <laughs> we're sitting in the basement, they have a PlayStation 3. What do they have? They got NHL on that thing. Little story about me growing up, best best child player out there, you know. So I'm just kind of sitting there. <laughs> I whoop up on Oz like three times in a row. I'm probably like eight. I can't remember time. this. So I have no ten. clue if this is actually true. Probably ten at time. No, like, true story. So I'm probably ten. I whoop up on Oz. Just a little humble brag. That's the story right there. <laughs> well, if if I can't, I feel like I'd remember it. I don't think I've ever lost in that game, G Wit. Yeah, well, short-term memory loss. I tell you what, <laughs> you're getting old. You're getting up I was probably a memory I didn't want to remember. So, <laughs> oh yeah, you, yeah. Actually, you actually skipped hockey for that, and Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> then me and Bryce hopped in with you, and we went to watch hockey. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so G Wit. Everybody knows about this this uh, experience that you had out here this past uh, Montana camping. Basically what happened was you ended up on the volleyball court and I was doing some uh, some scouting for the Team USA Olympics. Was it you and BJ? They, yeah, they were the sideline scouts. Yeah, I was actually on the court too and I thought this is my time to shine. Like Because we I were scouting like. out everybody. We were trying to fit, throw together an Olympic team. Yep. It, yeah, me and BJ on the sidelines. But yeah, so who was, who was on? Were you on the same I squad the, as you with? I was, we were side by side on yeah. that front line. And see, when I was going into this one, this game, I was thinking, okay, the scouts are watching. I, and I was actually planning at the time to move out here. I hadn't moved yet. So I'm like, I got to make an, make an impression here. So I'm like, heck yeah, this is my game. Well, then Garrett Pierce jumped on my team. Not really sure what to think. I, I didn't know if he was, you know, as elite as he turned out to be. I didn't know. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead with the story. Well, basically what happens is, we, you know, we got me and BJ on the sidelines, and, and, and we're we're keeping a keen eye on this new Pierness kid. We'd never seen him play. We, were, we, you know, we knew that Dane could play. We'd seen him around, you know, bumping the ball around. We knew he had some real potential in making the squad. But one guy we had wanted to get a good look at and a better look at was this G Widow. And, um, oh, boy, talk about a guy that performs under pressure. There was a, <laughs> there was a, a sequence of events. When a sequence of events goes down. Basically what happens is 
Um, was it one volley where it, where it was one, one volley. volley? It was so basically I was in I was in center. I'm the setter guy. I'm what I was. He's left. left, and then I can't remember who's on the right. It doesn't matter. I think it was Hunter Young. It was irrelevant. On um, there, Hunter Young was spiking on me. It was. It was uh, we were playing against the Minnesota crew, who they're like yeah. dominant. Yeah, we got there with Hunter Young, the Jordan Kiviat. He's the Hunter Young. Denny Nemo. The Denny Nemo. We're getting torn up. Garrett Pierce takes it upon himself. He chucks the team on his shoulders. As a scout, and I'm going to add this: as a scout in the stands watching the game, I'm looking for pressure, high pressure performers, and and so at this point, when you're looking for an Olympic squad team member, you're really looking to see, hey, who's going to come up big in the in, in these pressure situations? Well, pressure performer comes through. We're talking G Wids. What does he do? What does he do? Take us through it. Well, so what happens is. I just remember seeing Hunter Young setting it up for Cam Carvin, and this guy's got a massive vertical, and he's jumping up, and he's going for the big spike dunk. Garrett Pierness lays his body out horizontal, gets that thing up to me. I send it back over. That ball comes back across, another big spike. I go to hit it. It's coming right for me. Suddenly, out of the corner of my eye, I see this guy <laughs> in his black Columbia raincoat. He comes flying in, steals the ball, slaps it back <laughs> over. He's going horizontal. He lands on his side. Dust comes pluming. He gets right back up. Hunter smashes one back. He dives the opposite direction. Gets that thing back over the net. I think he had four or five hits where he was just returning it back. With and straight out. up, ver- body was vertical. Throwing his body on on the line for the team. A team player. An absolute team player. A kid that comes through strong. Let's just put it this way. He was on the top of the list to make the squad after that sequence of events. And the cherry on top. Our team was getting beat up. We didn't have the we didn't have the roster the ideal roster. Well, in this sequence of events in this volley, I set this one up to G Wids. I, I at this point I'm thinking, okay, we captured lightning in a bottle. This isn't gonna happen again. No, I set the thing up to G Wids. He jumps up like an eagle soaring out of its nest, and he just smashes that thing right between the hands of Hunter Young, and that thing hits the dust. Point for us. The oh, crowd, the crowd was the, going insane. I, I don't think I heard anything louder that whole entire weekend. The crowd was going ballistic. I think we might have ended the game and went out and threw G Wids on the shoulders of, of of the crew, and he was crowd surfing. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. So yeah, what a sequence. And um, everybody, I've I hear people talking about that that uh, that little volley that that went down that on that that May day. Yeah. Uh, Still to this day, and and I feel like I'll be hearing about it for many years. Yeah, for the rest of my life. That's probably where I peaked in life. It's all downhill from here. Well, let's hope not, because that was unbelievable. <laughs> I'd love to see something like that again. Oh. oh my gosh, what a story! Oh man, every once in a while, you know, I go to sleep, close my eyes, you know, kick back, I get into the dream mode, and I just replay that in my head, like, dude. That was sick. <laughs> what was going through your head? Were you even thinking? Absolutely it was a pure nothing. Reaction. I was just reacting, dust in my eyes. I stood up after all that happened, dust on the Columbia jacket. Do you recall when you stood up and looking at me? I was, I was like, <laughs> my mind was blown. I'm like, what just happened? And he has a black jacket on, some blue jeans. It's all, it's just dust. Everything is dust. His face is dust. His glasses are caked. Stash full of dust. He's got that little G-Wood smirk going on. Yeah, I, honestly, oh, when so I stood funny. up, when dust kind of settled, that was kind of awkward. Because I looked up and everyone just like, whoa, you know? And I didn't know what to do. Like, do I give him a wave? So I was like, <laughs> I was kind of had my hands on my knees. I was panting a little bit because I was tuckered out after that. I gave the one finger wave. <laughs> and I kept playing, man. <laughs> Reliving that moment is so no. awesome. 
<laughs> that was like one of the craziest things I've ever seen, though. Like, like in a volleyball game. I know, me too. <laughs> oh shoot! So, hey, hey, so do you Ed? Do you Ed? Yeah. So, what was your first? Like, what? When was your first experience with Dane? Like, when did you meet Dane? Dane? I think it was Outlook, probably like twenty thirteen or twenty twelve or something. I don't know if Dane was there. I think it was Dane and Carson, but I was at my grandma and grandpa Ernie and Marlene's house. With my family for a few few weeks in the summer, and Zach Ilioya, Trey Ilioya, and Jake Ilioya were there, and so me, Joshua, brother Josh, Jake, Trey, and Zach, were at my grandma and grandpa's. Dane lives right down the road, like just right down the road. Yeah, six houses away. Yeah, so they're like, "Hey, do you know who Dane and Carson King is?" I'm like, "No, I have no clue." You know, I'm just a little shy kid, you know. So what happens is. They come over to my grandma and grandpa's house and we're playing football. You know, we're having a good time. We're biking around town, go to D&E, you get Pepsi slushes with ice cream. Oh, I love D&E. Yeah. yeah, all that good stuff. Whew. End of the day, I think we're all in the sauna. And it's either Dane or Carson that says this. <laughs> they're like, they're talking to me and my brother Josh. They're like, yeah, like, right away, like when I first saw you guys, <laughs> I thought you guys were going to be kind of weird. <laughs> But I don't think that anymore. I think you guys are pretty cool. That was a hundred percent me. I recall saying. <laughs> I know. I remember thinking like the first time I see you, I'm like, oh crap, I'm not this guy. No, <laughs> I'm like, no. Well, it ended up being good. But then I, I totally, you fell off the map for me personally. Until like, what was it? It was state fair. It was state fair. In Minnesota, remember I was ripping around with Kale and Nick and yep, Drew yep, and yep. Maggie, mm-hmm. and we're walking around. You've been to the state fair. Oh, There's man. people absolutely everywhere. You're like sh- shouldering with people to get through. Yeah, you're flattening guys to get to the front of the line to get yourself a stinking bean pole on a stick. Big <laughs> <laughs> fried alligator tongue or something. <laughs> Elephant ear on a stick. <laughs> Everything's on a mo digging stick over there. It's all deep fried. fried on a deep stick. Fried on a stick. <laughs> so either way, anyway, we're walking along, and through like there's like you can't you can't pick anyone out of the crowd. Even if you knew someone there, you aren't focusing on them because there's so many people. Me and Kale were walking along, and from somewhere behind us. I could hear someone saying, hey, Randy, Randy. And we're like, Kale starts turning around. He's like, what the heck? Like, who's yelling Randy? Just thinking it's some random in the crowd, he turns around. And just above a couple of heads, he saw a Make America Great Again hat come bobbing <laughs> along the crowd. And he's like, it's Adrian. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, he walked up. Kale's calling him Adrian. He's calling me and Kale Randy. It was, that was my first experience, like, in recent memory. Another one was Washington Summer Services. Me, you, Hunter Young, is after a half or something. We went and sat down and ate Domino's Pizza, and we just caught up. Yeah, went from there. That's correct. That night, the night at the boys' pad, we slept out on that back porch. Oh! <laughs> Holy jumping jolly geez. This is that's an absolutely great story. So, what ends up happening is. I end up going to this boys' pad. I don't remember whose boys' Denny pad. Nemo's. Denny Nemo's pad. And we head out there. Me, Hunter Young, and Garrett Pierna. So I guess Mitch Lawho was out there as yeah. well. And then around Ryan the corner, <laughs> Ryan Jermu was sleeping on an air mattress. <laughs> Outside. Outside. And Ryan's like, hey, you can come sleep on this air mattress with me. I'm like, all right. Like, me and Ryan are buddies at this point. Um, So I'm like, sure, I'll come sleep on that thing with you. 
So, I mean, we weren't really ready for bed at this point. Me and Garrett and Hunter, we're talking. Probably just 2, 30, 2 3 in the morning. in the morning. We're just laughing our heads off. Finally, I'm like, okay, I need to get some sleep. So I, I head over to that air mattress. And I'm like, yeah, time to settle in. I grab my sleeping bag, jump on the air mattress, get tucked in. Well, Ryan Germo, I don't know what the piss is wrong with this guy. But every 10 seconds on the dot, he would start dolphin kicking in on this air mattress. Just, he's, he's got the tightest sleeping bag in the world. Like, if he tried to spread his legs, he'd get maybe two inches. And he starts dolphin kicking. This mattress is bouncing. It feels like I'm out on the Atlantic Ocean. Anyway, I'm like, okay, he just does it once. I'm like, okay, he just had, like, you know, a little episode. He's good to go. No, ten seconds later on that dot, he starts shaking again. It was every ten seconds for, like, the next two minutes. Finally, I couldn't handle it anymore. I got got up, went and got G-Wins and Hunter. I'm like, you guys got to come see this. This is insane. We rip around the corner and we sat and watched Ryan every 10 <laughs> seconds start dolphin kicking. On cue. Oh, That's man, great. that was so funny. I mean, there's more to that story, but... I mean, we what would we do? We, we had to... <laughs> rip through the house. We walked through the house and we couldn't laugh. If we laughed, we had to... We had to just do it again. We do had we, to we make had to, one lap of the house without, without laughing. laughing. And we couldn't do it. Yeah, I think five laps and we gave up. <laughs> no, oh, no. boys, 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 hold on. We got a we got a guy calling here. Let's see what De- Dennis Nemola. Dennis, what, is, what does he want here? Dennis Nemola, how are we doing, buddy? Ozzy, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good. Not too bad. We're sitting in here with the uh, three musketeers. Here we got Dane, G Widow, and myself. We're hitting record over here in studio. So, um, you're actually you're actually uh. On the pod right now as we speak. How's Dane doing? Uh, I'm a little banged up, but uh, I would I would actually yeah, wouldn't mind if you Dane? swung if you swung by somewhere and picked me up a couple ice packs. I wouldn't be too offended. Oh yeah, that's something I can do. I'm a, I'm, I'm a man for the boys. <laughs> so so uh, Dennis, give us a little recap of how the day was there up on the mountain. Was the conditions a little better today than it was yesterday? These conditions can be classified as passable. It was a good time shredding with some of the boys. Hey, you caught out there for a little bit. I'm not sure if it's service on my end or yours, but um, what did you say the, the conditions were like way, yesterday? I'm all the way down from the mountains. So me has body service. Um, can you hear me now? Am I good? Oh, you're good. So kind of give us a little recap on what the conditions were like over the course of yesterday and then, then kind of today too. Yeah, so yesterday's conditions got up there, a little bit of rain, and went up there. I was like, ah, this is a little, little doubtful, me and Kev, me and Kevo, killer Kev, and not. Uh, we had up there, get to the top of the mountain, and yeah, the term that came to mind was hellacious. The conditions were quite hellacious yesterday. Lasted a couple runs, inside the hot tub, was calling my name. Of course, Kevo also wanted to hang out with the lady, so sent him down there. Uh, again, I'm a man for the boys. And then uh, today, today was great. I uh, got hooked up with Ross, uh, you know, Minister Ross, and then uh, my boy Deeds, uh, Parker. Blake Yellica and Chance Simonson, six of us, not just a glorious time. Elroying Basin, you name it, we did it. It was fun. Today's conditions were much better. Was there uh, was there quite a bit of ice up there, or like, how was the snow? You know, snow, it was heavy, you know. Snowball material for sure. Uh, no blower pal, but shreddable nonetheless. Not, and the ice was, yeah, not bad. I wouldn't, you know, the groomers were firm. If you're casing a... You know, case in a little roller, it's hurting, you know, but the ice wasn't too bad. It was less prevalent than one would have, one would imagine. Uh, Dennis, I wanted to ask you, um, yeah. how's how's the weekend been for you out, out here in Montana, just generally? How's the weekend been? Yeah. 
Yeah, we can been spectacular. You know, I didn't come for the skiing. I came for the fellowship. You know, come for the fellowship, stay for the skiing. Come for the fellowship, stay for the food. You know, um, it's been good. Top on Friday night was a ripper. Come flying into town, beaming it up. Place was packed, smoky. Good flirting night. You know, and then uh, yesterday was pretty relaxing. Today's been great. Just a lot of fellowship. Oh my gosh. <laughs> top tier, tier one fellowship. Top, top moment of the weekend. Hit us with it. Top moment of the weekend, Sharks. Maybe spitting game, you know, or, uh... <laughs> Good answer. Or, uh... Yeah, yeah, you know, spitting game. That's probably been the highlight, you know, just in general. Otherwise, today, you know, I'm I'm not one that's just a real trickster or daredevil. I'm with Deez and Parker and these guys. They're just talented, you know. They're man rockets. There's a reason they're taken. And, uh, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're shredding through Hellroying Basin, and... There's these cliffs, and the boy, you know, Parker, and he's like, hey, I'm hitting this one. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Not hit it, you know? I, I, if you want to hang out with the boys, you got to follow them. So I hit this little drop, scared the bejesus out of me, you know? <laughs> but it was fun. Tickle bellies for days. <laughs> well, Dennis, good to hear that you've been having fun, and um, good to hear that your flirt game has been A1. So keep it up, and uh, we'll yeah, see I'm you back. later on. I'm back. Never been more back. You know, I'm like Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> right. Golf game is back, and I'm back, you know. All right, Dennis, what a pleasure. Right, boys, what? Thanks, thanks for taking the call, and you guys keep keep on doing what you're doing, spreading the love, keeping the Montana DNA pulsing. Hey, thanks a lot, Dennis. We appreciate your uh, time, and uh, you take care of yourself, and I'm sure we'll see you, in a, you know, here in a, an hour or two. Yeah, you boys keep it country. Let me know what you're doing for dinner. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny. All right, take care. All right, boys, over now. <laughs> Dennis Nemo, that guy is a farm absolute, animal. He's a farm animal <laughs> and a legend. I don't know, man. I have too many good things to say about him. I'm not going to start start spitting him. But anyways, where were you guys at? Well, I was just asking about his dog. How did you say the name again? Nala. Nala. Okay, is, is what, this, what, what, like, is this dog still existing? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I didn't know if it was, like, a sore subject. <laughs> or no, tell me about your dog. What's going on? Um... Anything? Yeah, she's a dog. <laughs> does, I mean, does she help with the ladies at all? Um, you know what? I tried it one time. <laughs> Brought my dog to Caribou Coffee. <laughs> and I got way too much attention. Never done it ever again. It's just brutal. It's like, brutal. too much female attention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you keep that thing warm in the winter? Doghouse. And we got the Mike Hill Hound Eater. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Hill Hound Eater. Now, who's Mike Hill? Okay, Mike Hill, he's a shop teacher at the Big Lake High School. And this guy invented a product. It's called the Hound Heater. What is it? It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a heater. <laughs> and it heats your hound. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. So there's this guy by the name of Mike Hill. Yeah, he's a shop teacher at the Big Lake Middle School. Anyways, was it, is he at the middle school? Or he bound middle school and high school. Oh, he's at the high school too. He Sorry. Since retired too. So Okay, yeah. So yeah, this yeah. guy, back when I was in school, me and G Wids went to the same high school. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. And uh and and that's I feel like that's why we have this 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 close bond. This connection. Anyways, um so this Mike Hill, he he invented this hound heater and he's super vocal about it in school. Everybody knew about the hound heater. And I get to talking to D Wids about his hound and how he keeps it warm back in my one of my recent trips to Minnesota. And what do you know, G Wids of all guys purchased the hound heater from Mike Hill. I was, I was so fired up to hear it, man, because all I heard and 
shop classes about hound heaters. Yeah. <laughs> so that thing does the trick. Oh, yeah. yeah. The thing is, this pecking dog. So you could drill a hole in the side of the dog house. You put it on the inside, run the cord through. My dog always unplugs it. So every day after work, I go back to the backyard, give her food, water, and I plug in the hound heater. <laughs> Wake up for work, get her food, water, and I plug the hound heater right back in. So I think there's a little... Does it get a little too hot in there? Maybe, maybe. she's trying to turn the yeah. AC on, you know? <laughs> if you want the AC, you get the hound breezer. <laughs> Real thing. He's got the hound breezer, the hound heater. Are you serious? He's <laughs> got the yeah. hound breezer? Yeah. <laughs> You can't make this stuff up. Yeah. Not no, uh, yeah. Holy smokes. Oh. <laughs> I actually didn't know he had that. That's real. What a what a stinking animal. Oh, this guy's funny. top tier. <laughs> Adam Lee wanted me to ask you about this might be a touchy subject, Garrett, but what's your uh, what's your relationship status? Oh, good question. Tough to say. What do you mean? Okay, I hate to break it to you boys, but this weekend I haven't done any flirting. No flirting? Not yet. Not yet, yeah. Okay, that's not normal. That's not normal. That's not G-Wids, the G-Wids I remember from Seattle Services. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I got the bobber and the worm out there, I suppose. (laughs) Oz, like, we're talking about relationships. What do we got? (laughs) Oz doesn't want to talk about that. You're talking me under the bus, (laughs) Oz. I got something going on, but I'm not going to get into too much detail All right, here. Yeah, yeah, I respect it. We'll just say that big things are happening. <laughs> things are going on. Corner me. Corner me if you want any more information. <laughs> Call me up. Call, Call me up. Instagram DM me if you want a little more info. I, I got to ask you, GP, um, what was your experience at Christmas this year? What, what, what did I, I do for Christmas? Yeah, I, went to my, I was at my mom and dad's. I just moved back there, actually, in November. Uh, we lived at the Rockford Pad. The lease was up. I moved back home. So Christmas, it was just typical Christmas, you know. Joined with the fam. Yep. Got a couple presents. Got a shaver. You know, my okay. mustache was getting a little long. Mom and Dad picked up a shaver for me. One of them electric, bzzz, you know, yep. you can shave it right off if you want. Obviously, you didn't shave that stash. <laughs> no, no. Stash kicking chicken this weekend. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's good. So what, do you have like a week off work or something? What's that? Week off of work for Christmas? Yeah, I work... Oh. Uh, Boys, boys, I know we're talking Christmas and whatever, but we got a we got a guy calling in Ryan Germu. Let's uh let's see what Ryan Germu is up to here. Let's uh Ryan Germu. Hey, Austin. Hey, hey, we're hitting record over here at the uh the palace and uh we got three guys in studio here, G Wids, uh Dane and myself. Uh uh RJ, what what are you what are you doing right now? Uh, I'm actually currently heading south on ninety three and I got a I got a truck full of men with me here. I got <laughs> I got the one and only Dave Hillstrom. I got the local Matt Simonson, and then the legend himself, Grant Hollinen. Oh, oh, oh what a crew! <laughs> that is a stacked crew. Um, RJ. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. Want, I just wanted to throw this out there. Um, do you want to let people know about uh, our beef, and then kind of how give the little rundown on our beef there, and how we ended up ending that? <laughs> yeah. No, and it's you know, and like we've talked about, but we can we can get back to it, but it's. Been oh, been about four months where we kind of had some beef going there, Dave. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> hey, quiet your kids started, down. You kind of you, you made a trip over to, to Minnesota there for the weekend, and uh, 
I, I hit you up. I was like, Dane, I'm excited you're in town. I can't wait to see you. It's just going to be a, just a party. And then uh, Monday comes around, and Dane's gone back in Montana and <laughs> nowhere to be found. I'm like, oh, shoot, missed out on that one, but whatever. He's like, oh, hey, I'm going to be in Canada next weekend. So I'll get him up there. And I was like, hey, Dane, be in Canada. I'll see you there. And then went to Canada, searching the entire time to find Dane. Can't find Dane. Yeah, I, I wasn't there. Yeah, just yeah. So, so that was kind of it was kind of we kind of forced the beef. So now that I've now that I've had some time to kind of to reflect back on it, the beef was more of just an excuse to to get us a chance to kind of sit down, uh, bury the hatchet, and, and sip some coffee over there at Table Coffee. Yeah. So that was, that was good. Um, hey, how, how, how was your? Uh, just give us a recap on the day today, and and how did that go? I mean, were you? How was it? How was it up there? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, we had you know similar conditions yesterday, but fog was a bit higher, um, so visibility was a lot better. We had you know Matt and Chad out there kind of showing us their ropes and got us into some some pretty good snow. What 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 a group, man! So you're you're shredding with a couple local guys and Matt and Chad, and then. I mean, did you have the Grant and the Damers along with you guys there? Yeah, they were with us, and we had, what did we have, guys, 30? We had a yeah, huge at crew at, yeah, at one point. We got smaller in the afternoon, but the morning we had probably 30 guys just, just shredding the mountain. Hey, Urge, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um. So you've lived with Garrett Pierinus at uh, the Pulaski pad, the 37th Street pad. Do you have any uh, funny stories from living with him? Um... I mean, I might have to think about that one a bit here. All right. Hey, how about that time I stole <laughs> I stole your ice fish house sled and we went tobogganing down the road? <laughs> oh, that one? Yeah. Yeah, that is a that is a good one. So, so. <laughs> you know, I head out of town for the weekend. Um, just hanging out, having a good time. And I get home and I see my fish house kind of strewn all over the yard. And I'm like, what the heck? And I look in there and it's like, Melted snow that just turned into ice, and the whole bottom of the sled is ice, and covers the cover floor is nowhere to be found. I'm like, what? Like, what is going on? At this like, point, at this point, you're a little ticked off. Not even really ticked off. I was more just con- confused. I'm like, this isn't like ideal ice fishing uh, conditions here, right in the front yard. I mean, if you want ice fish, I think you'd head to the lake. <laughs> but I was like, you know, whatever. And then yeah, then we kind of uh. Pierness kind of informed me that that was that was the uh, the sled of choice there when we got our one of our big snowstorms last winter. <laughs> but but yeah, there's you know I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Pierness a bit of a shout out here because he's kind of a he's kind of a legend to live with. <laughs> and and I put him I'm gonna put him in like top five roommates of, of my life. Wow 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 that's high regard right there. Yeah, I'm blocking yeah, over here. He's a good guy to keep around. And we're going to do our best to, to make sure that he's not um, moving west. We're going to come on trips west, but we're going to do our best to keep him over there in, in, in Minnesota. I'm, I'm sensing a little beef transpiring here as we speak. <laughs> I mean, hearing that. But so, uh, RJ, you know, you know you're know, uh, you really savoring that. Uh, the the uh, the experience living with uh, G-Widow. Out, out, out there at the guys' pad because you know that guy like G Widow ain't gonna be single long. I mean, the kid's 19 years old right now. You know, you know he's gonna be gobbled up here in a few few short years. So, the amount of guys that actually get the opportunity to live with him while he's single, I mean, it's not gonna be a whole ton of a whole ton of you guys. Yeah, no, and you see him kind of get let loose, and even even this weekend, you watch him kind of get into the zone. 
and you you throw some females in the room, and Pierna's kind of flips the switch and goes next level. And it's just so entertaining. Ryan, you remember back to that Seattle service, summer services, where uh, we're staying over at um, Dennis Nemo's pad? Yeah. <laughs> I just told the story about you dolphin kicking. Now, can you, the dolphin kick. Can you give any explanation as to why you were doing the dolphin kick? I, I don't. And I, I really wish I would have been with it enough to know why I was dolphin kicking. <laughs> but I was completely out cold. And it might have been actually like my fifth sense of knowing that my air mattress was going to go flat in a couple minutes and I kind of wanted to soak up the comfiness. <laughs> it was like a couple minutes after the dolphin kick incident and my, all of a sudden my air mattress was flat and I, I see Hunter Young trying to sneak out of there and my air mattress was going to go Hey, uh, Urge, um, what's your top moment of the weekend? Let's hear it. Oh, top moment of the weekend. Um... They're really chucking you on the spot. Do you there. do you feel like the best is yet to come? Yeah, I think it is. You know, I, it's only it's only Saturday, midday. We still got you know the evening activities tonight, and then all day tomorrow to kind of be be whooping it up. It, this trip for you, I mean, how old are you, RJ? Are you are you twenty six, twenty five? Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay, so I, I mean, I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> 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 no, I'm no. Okay, so you're 26 years old. Um, like where, like, what's your priority for the weekend? Is it more of a guys' run this weekend, or are you kind of thinking like maybe you know doing a little flirting is is high, higher on priority? Trying to get a girlfriend. That's his whole goal. Wait, what was that name? Yeah, he's just trying to get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what, Dave, what Dave said. <laughs> what Dave said. Yeah. So. Any ladies oh, listen? No. Any ladies listening? Just know this: Ryan Jermu, he's 20, 26. Um, established. Established. I mean, he was working at Wells Fargo. He's still working at Wells Fargo. Still working at Wells Fargo, but I Good think job. that's coming to a close soon. But yeah, no, it's been it's been a blast just to get out here. I've actually never been out here in the winter and kind of experienced winter, and it's yeah, it's been a been an awesome weekend. All right, good to hear. Okay, well, hey, thanks for the call in, Ryan. We're gonna see you later on tonight. Hey, sounds good. Look forward to it. All right. Hey, see you later, Damer. Thank, or RJ and, and Damer. Damer. And <laughs> Thanks Matt. for giving us your time. And Matt. And yeah. Grant. And Grant. Hey, well, real, real quick, okay. Ryan. This Grant oh, Hall. Hey, where's Grant? Grant's in the, yeah, you can talk to Grant. Yeah. Give Grant the phone. Give him the phone. Oh, you're on, you're on Bluetooth. You're on, you're on Bluetooth. We can all hear. Make, make noise. Make noise, Grant, please. Thank you. Dude, Grant. Grant, like, what's your, like, whole outtake on this weekend so far? This Grant guy, absolute legend. Everyone loves him. How a lot better today. <laughs> hey, Grant, don't tell me you haven't been impressed yet. Hey, yesterday I had to use a blind man cane to get around on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy smokes, is that all you had to ask? Hey, by the way, where's the palace? Oh, it's it's my pad. Oh, the project. Yeah. Um, all right, all right, boys. Well, we gotta get we gotta get back and, and a little more uh, uh, G Widow content here. So uh, we're gonna let you guys run, and uh, we'll see you guys in a few short hours. Sounds good. We'll later. See you later. All right, all right take bye care. Bye bye. All right. So where were we there? Um, I forgot. Christmas. We we're talking oh, yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Oz, what did you end up doing? 
Oh boy, so second trip back to Minnesota in one month. Um, I made it out there for Chad Simonson's uh, wedding. Mm -hmm. um, and talk about a trip. That trip out there for Chad Simonson's wedding was just off the charts. Funnest uh, Minnesota trip to date. I was able to kick it with uh, the, the G-Widow that we have in studio today. <laughs> and I feel like we kind of rekindled some untapped love that we've never, like, <laughs> that we've never really actually done, like, got into before. Yeah, like, station around at 3.30 in the morning, you know. What were we, we were gobbling down some Minute Maid uh, pink lemonade and then... Uh, Those hamburgers, remember that? <laughs> Those things were disgusting. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When I got that snap, and I was awake that night when you got you sent me that snap of G Wids coming out to the truck or something, I was awake and I was in Montana. The only thing I wished was that I could be out there with you guys. <laughs> so that was harsh. It was an absolute party. Yeah. So I went out there for for a good weekend there. Um, for for Chad's wedding, it was short and sweet, but I stayed over at the Lee Pad. Big shout out over to you, Garrett. You uh, the hospitality over there at your pad. Um, from you and your your uh, pad members was just off the charts and I had an absolute hoot um I followed that trip up with another one for Christmas and yeah I was over at Kirk and Tracy's there we actually went over to Garrett and Krista my sister Garrett and brother-in-law uh or my, my <laughs> sister my sister Krista and brother-in-law Garrett uh, yeah I know, I know yeah a little rough here um but um yeah good times and uh yeah, Christmas is uh, good per usual. Was Christmas more of like a an, uh, family-oriented? Family-oriented. I will say that I didn't kick it with the boys as much as I would have liked to. Um, got out, played a couple games of puck with the boys. That was fun. But, um, yeah, a little more family-oriented there for the holidays. But, uh, you know, it was uh, it was good. It was good. I can't complain. Yeah, well, that's how Christmas has kind of turned into for me as well. But uh, So I ended up making a trip out to Sketch for Thanksgiving as well. Um and then yeah, our last epi was pre-thanksgiving our last epi was pre-thanksgiving it was like My november goodness. 14th or something Ooh, man Holy we're smokes. going back and back in time for this so it makes sense that the fans are kind of giving us grief <laughs> bit of scrutiny from the fans but it is what it is um what so many things have happened i actually went to arizona in november too taylor had it taylor and Kara went and had their first kid so i went down there to check the thing out Ended up getting sick right as soon as I got there. They wouldn't. I couldn't go within five feet of that kid. Couldn't hold him. Hardly got even a glimpse of him. So I was an absolute buzzkill. Ended up coming back home. I went down to, up to Sketch for Thanksgiving, and I made it there on a Thursday night while the boys were playing hockey Thursday night. I didn't have my gear. I had you know my stick, my skates. Well, I'm looking around for gear. I can't find any gear. Well, I call up Tim O'Illioy. This guy I used to work with him at Pentec Energy. And uh, that Tim, old man, what a guy! He just got married recently. Just got married, yeah, well, December twenty eighth. Uh, Jack and Karen me. Yeah. So anyway, he says you can use my gear. I went and threw it on, and Saturday night we're playing hockey again. We he let me chuck it on for Saturday night. So big shout out to you, Timo. Hey, thanks, Timo, hooking up one of my good buddies and Dane Dane Kangas here. So congrats on the wedding as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is Ryan Mahonen. Ryan Mahonen is now in studio, folks. Uh, oh, we're live. We're talking about a <laughs> guy that, here. what was it, thir uh, Wednesday night? Wednesday night he decides he's going to lop some uh, locks off. and then yeah, I think it was special. Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Yeah. Who gave you the cut? The man, the myth, the legend, Dane. <laughs> Dane Kangas. Worked the dude's magic. A, dude's a barber. I have a hidden talent. I can cut some hair. It, it's no longer hidden, though. <laughs> I know that's the problem. <laughs> you, you unleashed. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's, it's quality. The worst time 
to do it too is unleash the talent on a weekend like this because then your business is going to be rolling, eh? I know. People are going to be lining off to get their hair cut. Anyway, Ryan's on collection this weekend at sur- uh, Winter Services, Ski Days. And him and Bert, <laughs> him and Bert, they were on collection, so... Garrett already talked about Bert's got the cornrows while Ryan got this little fade cut into his hair. He's got some lengthy hair, so we wanted to cut the mullet. Oh, so yeah. So what we do, we shave the sides of his head and then cut a couple lines into it. And <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're starting to grow in now. I'm getting fairly disappointed. Oh, we can easily take a buzzer to those. Yeah, keep them clean. yeah we're going to have to do that. Yeah, All right, sure. so Ryan, when did we become acquaintances? 2015 summer. What was it? That probably... 2015. Probably right around there. It's 2020 now. I mean, over the course of five years, I'm, I'm sure you feel like you've known him your whole entire life. Five pretty, years pretty, of D-Win is about a lifetime <laughs> worth of... That's, that's more than a lifetime worth of good memories. So. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes yeah, to man, back here. when he was in Minnesota, what did we do every weekend? We just ripped it up. Pulaski <laughs> pad, you name it. Oh, yeah. Well, funny story about Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is the best story out We're just... We're at the Pulaski pad. It's kind of like snowing a little bit. We're getting the munchies at like 12 o'clock at midnight. <laughs> so what do we do? We go to Walmart. <laughs> We're kind of walking by like the Xboxes and stuff. <laughs> and Ryan's like, you know what would be awesome right now? I'm like what? I thought he was going to say like munchies, like Cheetos or something. He's like, <laughs> if I bought a PlayStation and a screen... We played Chell all night long. <laughs> <laughs> so what did Ryan do? He dropped like 350 bucks on a Munchies run just so we could have a party all night I long. Kissed, I kissed 550 because I needed the screen too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to go get Munchies like Mountain Dews and whatnot. Yeah. He spends 550 bucks. <laughs> like, so yeah, at that point was Ryan uh, ripping around in that van. Yeah, that was the minivan. Oh yeah. I think we got stuck in the Walmart parking lot like the next, <laughs> next weekend, probably that that was that was good. I, I do miss that van. Yeah, I think it was. Oh. I think it was a ticket, man. Oh yeah, the, the van with two seats. The first time this up front. I just wanted to throw this oh, out yeah. there. The first time that I really had hung out with. Well, I guess the first time I hung out with Ryan and Garrett at the same time was Montana camping last year. We had the hammock slung up. Oh, over yeah. There. Mm-hmm. We spent, like, I'm probably going to say, I'm going to go ahead and say that we spent half of Montana camping, <laughs> us three on those hammocks, just, just chucking hash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shooting the crap all Montana. We oh, just, gosh. What was it, like, right after lunch, you got the full stomach? Oh, do you want to play volleyball, or do you want to go sit in the hammock? Yeah, the hammock. I think we'll sit in the hammock. <laughs> the hammocks are sounding good. It was a laid-back weekend, but, yeah, that was good. Um, Ryan, what, what, uh, what happened to your shoulder? You know... Give the little story, like Sam gave me his side of the story, I want to hear your side of the story. Oh, boy. What, Sam? <laughs> Is there a conflict of interest here? A little bit, I think. Anyway, go ahead. So, so we got done with our run, heading back to the lift, and, you know, we're just pointing it, pretty done with this groomer, getting back to the lift as soon as possible, and Sam gets ahead of me, and I wasn't, wasn't too sold to Sam getting ahead of me, so I had to... Had to get a little speed there. You put on the jets. Yeah, put on the jets, got moving, and went for the pass on Sam, and it just didn't work out like I planned, <laughs> and for some reason ended up on my shoulder and tore the AC joint. So what'd you end up going, just trying to go inside on him, and you caught some rough stuff? Or yeah, yeah, just kind of board washed out on the rough stuff. So hey, we're talking about snowboarding. Me and Muggs had the pleasure kind of snowboarding together again. 
Or not again for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, tell me that. Like, what were what yeah. your thoughts From on your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so, Garrett, you know, the guy's a machine on the skates. You know, <laughs> straps on the board, you know, I figured we're, we're good to go. Start going down the hill, and I, I turn around and look back, and it's it's pretty foggy. I just see one dude, though, and he's just kind of sitting down on the snow and sliding down on his butt. <laughs> so for probably three quarters of the run, he, he sat on his butt, scooting down the mountain. So what should have taken 10 minutes took about... Probably 45 to get 45, down to the 50 minutes to get down to the bottom. And then we had a little race at the end there. <laughs> Got I was waist deep in snow. He's already heating up the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't. He didn't want to snowboard down the rest of the way. He he saw the car and started hiking through the waist deep snow. <laughs> but oh, man, needless to say, he he's still a machine on the on the snowboard. Do you have anything for this guy? Rag guy. Yeah. Well, hey, because it's this weekend ski days. Just kind of give us give us a little rundown from your perspective on this weekend, being a host. What, like, on this weekend, oh, a lot more people than I expected. Yeah. That's for sure. But it, it's been a party. A lot of people in town, late nights, not so early mornings. But <laughs> No, yesterday we had a really early morning. Did we? We went to bed. At, we probably fell asleep at 6.40. We woke up at 9 o'clock. Yesterday, we left at 9. Woke up at 8.30. Yesterday was a really early morning. Yeah, I, I guess know. I guess that is a pretty early morning when you go to bed that late. So I started opening up some files in the back of my brain here, and, and <laughs> something that comes to mind uh, regarding this uh, Ryan Owen is when he uh, OD'd on caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was July fourth, twenty nineteen. July fourth, twenty nineteen. That was a good day. Give us a rundown on the day, and then just yeah, just kind of take us through through what happened. So I woke up. Drink a monster, ate breakfast. America's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> America's birthday. So I was one monster down. Then me and Deves went golfing, and you know, guys need gotta have a monster for golfing. So there's there's two there. I mean, for most of us, once you hit your second monster, I don't drink monster, Red Bull for me. But I hit my second energy drink of the day, that's it. I cut myself off. Anyway, keep going. So we got done with that and get back to the pad. And Sam, you know, he's he's got a stock of monsters and just decides to hand me one, so I'm not going to turn down a free one. There's three. Three. And then they start pulling out the pre-workout. The creatine. It's got some crazy caffeine. High content. And anyway. What time is it at this point? At this point, this we're point looking at like 6 o'clock-ish. In the evening? Six yeah. 6 to 7-ish. Starting yeah. to get fired yeah. up for the evening, right? Yep, yeah, just about to head out to fireworks, so we're getting fired up on the pre-workout and... Everyone's taking these one scoop flat, and and one scoop flat is like the portion you're supposed. Yeah, to Yeah, that's how that's many three, milligrams of that's caffeine? That's three hundred milligrams of caffeine wow. per flat scoop. And then yep. Sam looks at me and he's like, "You need to go heaping." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so he go, goes heaping, and if I had to guess, it'd be about five hundred milligrams of caffeine per scoop. So well, the size he one was heaping taking. scoop, was yeah, one okay. heaping scoop is about five hundred milligrams. So I'd say. what we were doing is just chuck the powder in your mouth and then guzzle down some water. Hopefully you can choke it down. Yep, and I managed, got the got that one down, and Sam got his down, and go start cracking it with the boys, and they're they're all getting the 
this itch and stuff. Like, they're redlining. Like, I was itchy. I'm scratching yeah. and stuff. I'm like, what's yeah. going on? Me and Sam just kind of looked at each other like, why, why, don't, why aren't we getting this? <laughs> what's, what's going on here? So Sam goes, hey, let's go take another. It's like, oh, shoot. Okay, let's go take another. Get, go back in the kitchen. Sam pulls, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to do a flat scoop at most. Sam pulls out a heaping scoop again. I'm like, oh, boy. So take another heaping scoop. And at this point, like, I'm still not redlined. Like, I'm getting irritated. But we we're, were heading out, and I was like, well, whatever. Okay, so you're yep. heading out. You have three monsters that day. Three monsters. Two heaping scoops, so that probably adds up to, like, nine monsters, give or take. This is, like, I we're am. over a 1,000 we're at like a thousand, we're at like fourteen hundred milligrams, milligrams of, caffeine. of caffeine, and so we head out to Hungry Horse to go for those wild Hungry Horse yeah. fireworks. Yeah, them things are rowdy. on the way out there. We go. Obviously, we pick up a Red Bull for the drive. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I had no idea what Ryan's <laughs> intake was at this point of the day. Well, he cracks our Red Bull, slams her down. So three monsters, one Red Bull, two heaping scoops. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to Hungry Horse. We do the firework thing. And Ryan's he's buzzing. Like I'll say he's buzzing. Like he's he, putting like, out. I was like, this guy is kicking in. This is sweet. So then what happens? We end up going back home. We we went back home, and it was a late one. It was probably 3, 3.30. And we get get home, laying in bed, and I'm just chatting the guy's ears off. Like, I'm not tired at all. I wonder why. <laughs> and then I, then I asked the guys, I was like, hey, guys, is it, is it getting hot in here? And they're like, no, no. Oh, weird. Five minutes later, guys... I'm starting to get the shakes. Like, is it cold or is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you, you all right? Then I guess Ian sat up and looked at me and he's like, dude, you're like shaking. He's like, am I? Kind of looked at me and I was like, oh yeah, I'm shaking pretty good. And so then one of the boys like just felt my chest to see if they see what they could feel and they could feel my heartbeat through my jacket I had on. They could feel every heartbeat, and it was going like a million miles an hour. Ian's like, this is not normal. We're going in. And they brought me in. I think Ian drove and made it in. You could tell they're just like, oh, boy, you're an idiot. <laughs> this much caffeine, you're, you're pretty stupid. But, yeah, anyway, it was all good. Got hooked up to the IV. Got yeah. Hit the needle. Hit the needle. Hit the needle. So, yeah, that was a bit of an experience for you. Um, yeah. So you kind of were off of the monsters for a while there, but you kind of you got back into them a little bit. Here. Yeah. Yeah, the, someone decided to leave a couple of them in my car, and they're looking at looking at me with sad faces. So Yeah. No, we're just hoping you don't go, go over the top again. No, we, no. We love you, and we don't want to lose you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks for coming in, Ryan. Yeah, yeah it's all for right. sure. Not bad. That was not bad. What a guy. On that <laughs> this Ryan guy, just an absolute legend. Oh, uh, just a little heads up for you listeners. Uh, we've been calling uh, Dan Haho. I don't know. I mean, most of us, lo- us locals are referring to him as Handstand Dan. Well, as the pieces fall into place last week, and we gave an, uh, him an opportunity to change the nickname from hand- Handstand Dan to Superman Dan. Um, basically what ended up going down was he did a Superman on his snowmobile and his na- nickname changed from Handstand Dan to Superman Dan. So just a little uh, heads up there, Just guys. an update for you. little update. He's now Superman Dan. <laughs> Superman Dan now. So hey, since last time, what, November 18th or something, the podcast was on? Yeah. Like, what's been going on in Montana? Locally. 
locally. Like, I'm an out-of-towner. Like, what's been happening? Because the out-of-town perspective, mm-hmm. you're kind of looking to see what's been going down. Okay, well, I'll tell you on? what, man. What, what, something that happened, G-Wids, is um, everybody knows the warehouse from from uh, from Montana camping. Where do the guys gather on Thursday night? Oh, we're talking the warehouse. Well, what went down at the warehouse pretty recently? Well, the warehouse had a fire. Um, a pretty devastating fire, nonetheless. Oh. Uh, what happened? Well, I think I don't really know what what happened specifically, but one thing I will say is I went over to the warehouse and that place looked like an absolute charcoal box in the kitchen. the The whole <laughs> ceiling was gone, and they're saying the firefighters are saying five more minutes and that whole modig and warehouse would have been burnt down with everybody's belongings in it. Well, are we fortunate here to be living in Montana? Yes, we are. Are we fortunate to have uh, a warehouse that didn't burn all the way down to the ground? Yes. You know, so we've we've brought up the Creston Fire Department before on this podcast when we had Quinn Clark on. Well, you know when he had that big garbage pile and he smoked out the warehouse. Well, the Creston Fire Department were they on 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 the call for this one? They sure were. Creston to Fire Department just down the road. They were there in two minutes. They had that blaze out and just want a quick shout out for those guys. Matter of moments. I can't remember how many gallons of water were tossed on that thing, but yeah, the warehouse. Uh, pad is no longer in operation. The guys ended up having to move out. So some pretty devastating news for us, uh, people that live in the Flat Valley, as well as those that come out to Montana yeah. camping, because everybody's familiar with that warehouse and everybody knows and loves that warehouse. Yeah, that's and, uh, Thursday night volleyball. Thursday night volleyball warehouse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gone right out the window. It's Boom. gone. That's it. That's the end of an era. Like I used to come down here when I lived in Lethbridge. I'd come down once a month. I'd stay at the warehouse every single time. I don't know. Those, it's just knowing that those days are over and that they'll never be here again. It's 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 pretty heartbreaking. It's, it's emotional, it really is. And I I mean, right now as we speak, I'm starting to get a little teary eyed, and and, and um, you know, it's just I don't really know how to deal with uh, with this loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, no. I'm with you there. It's 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 tough. And I mean, the thing with a heartbreak like this is it just take time. It takes time to mend. And I, I mean, a weekend like this with all the excitement and all the out of towners and the what a remedy! What, what a, a remedy. remedy! It's a band aid. This <laughs> right here is a band aid, and it's hopefully gonna help it's, us heal. It's a it's a chunk of gauze, is what it is, <laughs> and uh, a little bit of peroxide too. Um, <laughs> so, so hey, but so like, what's the outlook on the out uh, the warehouse boys? Like who all lived there? So. Oh my gosh. We had Sunbear. Sun we had Nick Locus, uh, Quinn Clark. Um, Colin Jacobson, Alex Mall, Miko Rovola, and then there was just a couple other floaters like Miko's brother came in there and then took off. But anyway, so a decent crew, decent crew of guys. Like there's a seven or six or seven. To, and not even just like the existing crew, but just to kind of look back and, and, and just consider all the guys that have lived there in the past. In the past. I, Austin Simonson, me, Austin Simonson spent a couple weeks at the warehouse. Was I landing there? Yeah. Did I love it? Um, yeah, I, I did. I, there was a little hesitation there, but guys, every there's been a lot of people that have spent spent nights at the warehouse, so this is a big deal. It is. I mean, especially with the local guys that had lived there, the Deves, is the Mitches, Al, Trev Tarnan, and yeah. Nate Jervakine, and all these guys, Brenos. It's that 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 time is gone. Yeah, and so uh, what what came about from that? I mean, I think a couple new pads fired up. Well, I mean, they got that pad out there in Happy Valley now too. So uh, that's right. Nick whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, who do we got here? We got, we got a call in here. Let's see who's on the line. Hey, what's happening? Hey, we just got done. You're on the you're on the podcast. We hit record. Hey, 
<laughs> How was the mountain today, hey? Oh, uh, you know, normally, you know, you say you shred the hill or the mountain. Well, the mountain shredded me. <laughs> Start off with the guys, and you go on one of the harder runs, and, you know, literally probably five, not even five minutes in, you know, I'm out in the tree well again. I get on that, and I go down, you know, another, I don't know, 20 feet, and I end up in another one. I smack my butt and go down, and oh, it, was, it was a brutal day. Sounds just like yesterday, Cam. Well, you know, I was able to kind of keep up yesterday, but, you know, I was a little too slow today, so what do you do? Bam Slam, Cam, are you feeling uh, feeling healthy enough to give that, that uh, basketball court a go tonight? I seen you kind of tearing it up last night there. Uh, are, are you feeling like you're going to be able to put out tonight? Every time you go on the court, you, you always got to feel like you have a you know, good chance of winning. So, yeah, I definitely have to agree with you there. Yeah, I think I have a good chance. Uh, Cam, what were your thoughts um, leading up to this weekend, knowing that the, the Montana Ski Days it was actually a new thing that was coming up? Um, what were your thoughts? Were you instantly committed to coming? Or did you have doubts? Uh, kind of run me through the lead up to this weekend. Uh, so basically, initially, so Hunter Young asked me a few weeks ago, probably two and a half weeks ago or so, like, hey, should we go shred the hills or whatever? And uh, at the time, I was not really so pleased on it. And, uh, but then, I don't know, something changed in my heart. You know, Parker Hill could give me a call. Jack Wilkinson gave me a call. Like, hey, come on, let's go, you know. You haven't won it in the past, so got to go out and see what happens. And sure enough, I ended up changing my uh, my mind, and, you know, here I am. Shred the hills. Or they will shred me, you know what it is. <laughs> hey, uh, Jack, you mentioned Jack Locus. Uh, is, he, is he in town? I, I can't, I don't recall seeing him yet this weekend. Is he in town? So, with Jack, you know, he was the one that, me not to come, you know, you're going to come with me on the train, and he was all in, committed, right? You know, last second he backed up, no, I'm not coming, I'm going to go on a work, my brother made me go on a work trip, so, That's... you know, he ended up in the dust, I was like, man, that's fun, by myself, thanks, buddy, but uh, Parker ended up being nice, he ended up coming out on the train with me, so, yeah. It's some pretty devastating news uh, hearing that Jack and, and, you know, Hunter backed out too. Uh, it's hard to think of them the same. Uh, after Another they... guy that backed out is Owen Caskey. Owen Caskey too. Oh, so we're holding against you boys. Owen, Jack, and Hunter, you guys uh, you guys have a little uh, beep with us Montana boys. We're holding, we're taking it personal. You got to shout out to Jordan too. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan explained the situation. I think he's got a free pass on the weekend. Uh, um. Yeah, we already discussed Jordan a little bit. We mm-hmm. pumped his tires a little bit early in the epi, so. Oh, okay. That's fine. Hey, Cam, so I wanted to ask you about your um your experience on the train ride out here. Oh, yeah, Emmanuel Tony. <laughs> Emmanuel Tony. <laughs> yeah, that guy, was, that guy was quite the character. Um. So what, what was this Emmanuel doing? Well, this guy was, you know, he was uh, videoing, videoing himself in the... You know, on the train, in everyone's way, people are trying to get food. He's sitting there videoing, you know, doing his little, you know, gang signs at himself, you know, laughing with that little stoner laughing, <laughs> doing cuss bombs the whole time. You know, and this lady gets a little, you know, pissed off, a worker there, you know, on the train. So she tells him, you know, we're right next to him at this, at this time. And she tells him, hey, you know, if you don't shut up, you're going to get kicked off the train. You know, and then this guy starts lifting off, cussing, you know what, bombs at her, and uh, she doesn't like it. So she's like, you know what, the train, the train conductor's coming down here. So, you know, she rolls down the intercom, 
please have the uh, train conductor come down to the cafe. So sure enough, this uh, this big stout man comes comes down the stairs, barreling down, and uh, you know Emmanuel Tony, you know this guy, you know he does not care, and he starts cussing at the train conductor. What happens is the lady claims that Emmanuel Tony, the one and only, uh, <laughs> punched her, not punched her, but shoved her, and this was something made up by her. So. And then she brings us into this. She asks us, hey, you saw him push uh, uh, push me, right? And all of us are like, no. And, uh, you know, that was what basically instigated him to get kicked off the train. And he ended up uh, getting kicked off in the train of whitefish with us. And all of a sudden, he's trying to come with us. We're like, no, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emmanuel, Tony, this guy is nuts. <laughs> Emmanuel Tony, he had, he had another couple parts to his name, but I still remember. So that's just what I remember. <laughs> so what, what ended up happening? Did he, what did he end up doing? Like, did he try jumping in your egg or what? Or like, you guys obviously got picked. Yeah, I Cam, I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you your perspective. You remember Montana camping last year when uh, Garrett was? Yeah, Garrett dominated the volleyball court. You remember that sequence of events? What What was your perspective there? Everybody remembers that. The guy just sprawling out. Boom! Gets one. Boom! Another. Then another. And it just keeps going. And man, was he and everyone fired up. And oh, I was hoping that last that same thing could have happened, but. Unfortunately, the the nets weren't here. They were, you know, we couldn't set them up. Cam, Cam, how you were on the court? Uh, how loud was that crowd? Was that one of the loudest crowds you've ever heard in your life? I don't think I've heard anything louder, man. The decibels, the decibels were way up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cam, that was uh, absolutely incredible. I know you chucked a couple big spikes, and G Wids was just a brick wall. You didn't have a chance to get that thing past him. So, um, yeah, that was incredible. No, it was it was definitely a strike. Whoever missed it, I feel bad for him because that's a once in a lifetime moment right there. All right, you got anything else? Yeah, yeah I think that's just what wraps it up for Cam the man. Cam, Cam, well, we're uh, we're pleased to uh, to have had you on the podcast here. Um, uh, you know, on call in, and uh, um, we'll see you in a couple of short hours here. All right, hey, thanks guys for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Hey, we'll talk to you later, Cam. All right, signing out. All right, bye. Thank you. All right, Oz, um, we're going to take a few minutes here to talk about uh, the presenting sponsor for the Montana DNA podcast, something that's been in the works for a little while now. We're pretty excited to announce this collaboration that we got going on here. You know Graydon. Oh, Graydon Hopla. Graydon Hopla. Oh, yeah. He was just here last weekend. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We go way back. What was he doing out at the Hungry Horse Hill? Oh, boy. He was was out on the hill just sending it. I, I don't know. I, I don't really have words for it. He was just going full send. <laughs> he was launching and everybody else was kind of watching. So Yeah, he's a bit of an animal. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to introduce our listeners to Graydon Hoppla. He's the co-founder and operator over at Massive Muleys. So, uh, Graydon, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, So, yeah, Graydon's a good buddy of mine. Um, We used to live together like a year ago, and... um. I witnessed this guy. He was putting in the hours. He was grinding away on his computer. He's doing massive muley stuff. And 
it just goes to show this guy's he, he's pretty hardcore and dedicated but uh could you give us a little rundown on um what massive muleys is and kind of how that all started basically we're a company a company that goes out films hunts okay. sounds simple yes but we uh we get everything from the preseason scouting to the to the actual harvesting of the deer okay so um what exactly are you doing like once the once you're starting a new season and you're kind of getting everything ready how long of a process is it from start to finish when you first like start scout and then you're taking footage and editing like how long of a process is that well the easy part is getting the video the the hard part's doing all the editing putting it all together because usually by end of a season we got we got some uh quite a bit of a video compiled together how many how many hours do you uh, would you say is the average amount for a season? I mean, you guys are on how many seasons in are you first off, and then how many? What would you say the average uh, amount of uh, record record film do you guys have? Well, I would say early on we definitely had more because uh, we're still in school, handing out every day, getting some video. But now that a guy is a bit more busier, I would imagine it's it's gotten gotten uh, much less. But uh, I know in season two we had uh, I think it was like almost fifty gigabytes of, of film. <laughs> wow, is that? What are you guys up to now? Like currently, what have you got going on? You have a new season out. Well, season four in December, November, December, I rolled out with a season four variety of episodes, weekly episodes. Um, but right now, working on season five, and it's going to be a good one. Where, where could uh, the viewers find the, the episodes for this upcoming season, the previous seasons? Where would you find that? YouTube. Go on YouTube, search up Massimilis. Also, we got Instagram page. That's really where it all started. There's a link there and Facebook as well. So, Graydon, Graydon you mentioned you're working on season five right now. Um, is that When will that season be released? Will it be next, like a year from November or next November, I should say? Well, I, I would like to have it out by summer, but uh, I was thinking I'd like to get some more footage. Maybe even come to Montana to film some, some elk. <laughs> hey, now we're talking. Uh, we're talking maybe a Montana DNA Massive Muley's collaboration. Yes. <laughs> I like the sounds of that there. Um, so you have a, also you have a merch line where you have, what, what all do you have in your store? Well, I got some uh, t-shirts and uh, I'm currently working on the logistics of getting some hoodies made. Currently, I'm actually wearing one right now. Looks pretty good. Uh, um, also, we do have a season three for sale up on uh, our website, massamulies.com. Season three, uh, uh, the whole season is on, on uh, DVD or yeah. what? DVD, yes. Okay. How much beans is that going to cost a guy to buy that DVD? 25 beans. Canadian. Yes, so hey guys. 10 bucks for you guys. <laughs> hey guys, yeah, I mean, that's a, we're talking 25 Canadian, but that's a steal over here, or down here in the U.S. right now, so uh, oh, yeah. just swing onto that massive mealies and purchase yourself a little bit of uh, <laughs> some entertainment. Some early footage from this, yeah, this entertainment platform that we have here. Hey, Graydon. So give us a little rundown on when this, like, was this something that you thought about for a long time before you actually got into it? Or was it kind of 
you know, you're shooting the breeze with the boys at the pad, and you figured, hey, let's give this a shot, and it kind of took off from there? Or how did this whole thing transpire? It, it kind of just happened, to be honest. It happened when we were still in school, uh, little takes. Like, uh, like years ago, we, uh, me and my brother Garrett, we actually got a camera for Christmas, and that's where it all started. We started filming everything. And uh, later on, we got into hunting, and we're, we figured, hey, why not? Well, we'll go out and do some some hunting film. And sure enough, this camera we are videoing with, it, it couldn't even zoom while recording. It had a big scratch in the lens. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, we were, we were out having a good time videoing hunts, and that was uh, season one. That's uh, pretty funny to go and watch, to be honest. Was season one posted on Vimeo or what? What site was that on? See, I don't know if I don't know if I could let people go and watch that. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll throw a throwback, throwback uh, video. Yeah, on throw the, uh, YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> throw a little sneak peek on the gram there, a little snip, a little snip of uh, some of that season one, and and uh, just kind of show where where you guys have have been and and how far you guys have come, you know. Yeah, I, I've thought about it for sure, but it is on uh, a Vimeo, yes. Uh, another question for you, Graydon, regarding the uh, film that you guys have got so far. What would you say is your uh, favorite uh, hunt that you've experienced so far on Massive Muleys? Um, tough question. Definitely, uh, probably Borden's Buck is a two twenty-inch drop tine. That was a that was a good one. Um, got all the boys out. We actually went on a little camping trip out a farmer's cabin and that's when we ended up shooting or he ended up shooting his his buck hey come on Graydon, give us the name of the buck the drop tank buck <laughs> there it is so you you guys name every one of the bucks that you scout and shoot and is that kind of the way you guys do it yes like if it's got definitely some uh, prominent features a name will usually end up coming out have you ever thought about throwing maybe like a Daner or a Montana <laughs> DNA buck at it? At one of your guys' most recent kills? Or Be uh, honest with us, please. I'll, I'll think about that one. Uh, um, so who who all is kind of a part of Massive Muleys at this point? I mean, I know you and Garrett, but is there any other guys that are um, kind of a part of the team? Well, it actually started, this would have been... We we're still in school. Me, Garrett, uh, Jed Uloya, and Tyrell Uloya. We're out uh, the the forefathers, you could call them. We're out uh, hunting one Saturday, and we're like, "Hey, let's let's start up an Instagram." And uh, lo and behold, we threw up an account, started posting some quality content. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much, actually, in 2013 when we started that out that's basically where the brand grew from you could say um i'm not gonna lie green we're we're kind of following in your footsteps we haven't released an instagram page yet um we're going to keep our fans updated let them know when that drops but we'd also as well like we'd like to start you know dropping merch giving updates giving some content on the instagram and helping people stay connected so i i i I definitely get some of my um inspiration from your guys's page and that's it's a pretty good spot to go and get all the information you need that's that's a good compliment thanks (laughs) 
Graydon's going to be doing setting up a promo code for the website in the store, um, 20% off. This is exclusively for Montana DNA listeners, a 20% off code. The code is DNA20. Um, you can get 20% off of merch and the website for a limited time. Yeah, I was thinking uh, we do it for a month or two. DNA20, guys, get on his website, massivemealies.com. Is that right, Graydon? You betcha. Massivemealies.com. Check out his merch, DNA20. That's going to be uh, it's a good little promo you guys can take advantage of for being listeners of, of this podcast. So it's a good opportunity for you guys. Um, and we're going to talk about it in the future. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, li- I like the start of this little collaboration here with Massive Muleys. A great, great company to go check out, get some good entertainment, some wholesome entertainment, some sweet hunts, big bucks, um, out in Saskatchewan where there's, you there's know, some absolute monsters. Dude, there. there's, there's nothing small running around up there. You go and check out some of these trophies that these guys are hauling out of the woods. It's just incredible. I mean, you think that you're a nice <laughs> little two-by-two two muley that a guy shoots out here in Monslesio. You know, you think that thing's nice. Well, you go on there, you go on their little Instagram page, and then you'll be ashamed, man. It gets a guy thinking about maybe moving north of the border over there to Sketch. <laughs> You're saying we're hauling uh, them out of the woods? <laughs> well, the most shade you can get is uh, kind of hanging out over by a muley with a big old rack on it, on its head, you know? Mossy horn, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah there's no shortage of those up there. <laughs> we're expecting, a, we're expecting like, a nothing less than a 10% share of massive muleys. And we want to get in now because we know you're going mainstream there, Graydon, so... We know you're going to be the, the next big thing in hunting, so we're trying to we're trying to line our own pockets with you. So yeah, we'll have you on in the future to give a little update on massive muleys, release dates, and yeah. whatnot. And perhaps I'll slide you some some coin. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that the goes. Elusive. <laughs> the ever elusive money. Since that's uh, your main reason for starting this. Oh, dude, it's right? all about change, man. And we're <laughs> we're operating in the positives. <laughs> well, that's, that's good to hear. That is great. Okay, well, anyway. okay, thanks for coming on, Graydon. It was good to see you this past weekend. Um, definitely come back down. I'm sure when the snow gets good again, I'll hit you up and see if you want to come down and shred that mountain again. So, um, For sure. Yeah, and, like I, I seriously would come down to film some elk hunting too dude that'd be awesome yeah we'll have to touch base with you um next tail or summertime probably but yeah. it would be kind of it'd be pretty sweet i mean we've thought about documenting some of our our hunts but it's uh it's definitely time consuming and then you have to have the right stuff for it too and then obviously just kind of have an eye for for the cinema well what do they call what do they call it yeah that yeah, word, that word. I don't, I don't even know what that means, but I know, I know it belongs there. Anyways, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to touch base with you. It'd be kind of cool if we could, uh, not kind of cool. It'd be super sweet if we could get you, uh, get you linked up with us and maybe get you on some elk. It's pretty, pretty unreal, pretty yeah, rad. Yeah, that would actually be sweet. Oh yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, <laughs> thanks for calling in. Um, best of luck to you guys at Massive Muleys in the future. Um, we'll touch base with you again, but um, hopefully it's all smooth sailing and on the up and up for you guys over there. So um, thanks for calling in, D. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, same to you. All right. Take care there, Graydon. Okay, bye. Bye. See ya. Graydon Hopla. This guy, I mean, he. this guy just grinds. He steadily grinds. He's, he's a hard-charging dude. Um, 
running a he's sailing a pretty uh pretty sound ship over there at massive mealies and we're pretty proud to, to be uh collabing with yeah. them and um like he said uh dna 20 dna 20 promo code yep. um guys take advantage of this uh this isn't something that he uh he does all the time so yeah 20 percent off that's that'll pretty be good yeah one or two months we're not too sure yet but it'll be a, a limited time promo code i mean this guy's got some sweet merch he he builds it all himself he designs it all himself he's into graphic design and I mean, it's just, it's it's high quality stuff. It looks awesome. And uh, yeah, and just go check out his pages. Like there's some great content on there. His Instagram, it's filled with massive monsters. And I mean, you'll be blown away. I'm sure like everyone I've shown this page, they're blown away. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I was just kind of thinking about you saying the merch looks good and whatnot. I mean, for you, you single guys and you single ladies, um, even if you want to catch the uh, catch the eye of you know the, the person you've been eyeing up for a bit here, you know throw some throw some massive melee merch on it and go and see see what happens. You know you can't. I mean the worst the worst that can happen is hey you look great and then and, and you get turned down whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's a look good feel good. You throw that merch on you look good you feel good. <laughs> Isn't that all that matters? Oh absolutely absolutely. So, so yeah, go and check out the Instagram. That's their main platform and YouTube, but their Instagram. Oh, it's all lowercase, Massive Muleys, M-A-S-S-I-V-E-M-U-L-E-Y-S. And um, you can, you get a link there. Oh, there's a link on the Instagram to their website um, shop. You can go on there and you'll also see other updates and pictures of big box and video clips and, and all that's going to be on their Instagram. You could also go check them out on YouTube, Massive Muleys. Hit the subscribe button. Show this guy and this group of guys some love. Hit that subscribe button. Absolutely subscribe. You're not going to want to miss those videos anyways. So um, good content per usual out of those that group. So, um, And then, of course, go check out their uh, them on Facebook too if you guys are rolling Facebook. I'm actually not even rolling Facebook. I'm not, I'm it's, a, it's a thing of the past. It is, but it's still there and apparently it's still going. And if that's something you're into, head over to Massive Muleys on Facebook. Give them a like. You know, check out their content on. Comment there on their stuff. Comment, hey, good job, guys. Um, comment, hey, keep up the good work because I mean, that's all they do over there. Yeah, they deserve recognition for the hard work they put in. That sweat equity they're putting. Sweat in. equity, nothing short of, nothing, nothing more, nothing less. Straight up, you know, hard, hard <laughs> charging, hard charging dudes. Yeah. In sweat equity. So we'll touch base with Graydon in the future, like we said, and um, kind of keep you guys updated on on how this partnership is going to go and where this is going to take us. So it's exciting. I'm super excited. I mean, this guy, he, he knows what he's doing. And um, yeah, I just wanted to introduce you guys to him and show all you guys what he's got going on there. And Yeah, thanks for coming on, Graydon. Oh, yeah, boys. So, gee whiz, you're going to have to... Uh, Put some sweat equity in. Start saving the Benjis. Start taping them to the ceiling. Get Damer to tape those things to the ceiling. We need to get you out here. Um, we got to keep this energy going. Um, yeah, I think you bring a pretty, pretty. Uh, Let's just say you. Need. You'd be a great fit. You'd, you'd be, be a great, great fit. fit. Yeah, you'd be a great fit. And the thing is, like, you got you're gonna have guys like you know the Adams, the Garretts, the RJs. They're gonna try. They're gonna try pulling you back. They're gonna have you by that big toe, and they're gonna keep tugging on you. But what you got to do, you got to power through, man. Move west. You don't like it out here, buddy. You move back to the Midwest. It's just a life experience. You just yeah, gotta give it a shot. So. so, yeah, you come out here again, and um, if you come out here again, you're moving. Yeah. I'm just telling the plan you. Plan right now, April or May. 
and he, the kicker is, is too it's like hey are you worried about employment absolutely no. not you have an opportunity as as a full-time employee here at montana dna um maybe you'll have an opportunity to buy in whilst we can discuss that down the road <laughs> for sure yeah g what's yeah. um thanks for coming on being a guest on this one no hey my pleasure it was a good time we had a lot of a lot of people calling in a lot of good stuff so um I'd like to keep it going, so yeah, hopefully we can yeah. get you out here again. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to call you call um, in our next Appies. Yeah, do a couple, just check in with GP. Maybe we'll do that in the Appies coming up. We'll call GP's you. corner. GP's, <laughs> corner. GP's <laughs> corner. And give, yeah, he can give a little rundown on what's going on, how many Benjis are sitting on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love an update. Keep, so. keep in contact with you. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's got to be about it. Um, really, uh... I kind of am running out of steam, and I mean, yeah. at this point, we've been sitting down for two hours, and that's two hours of a of, of a rip snort weekend that we could have been ripping around. Yeah. So commitment to the hey, commitment to the I, I'm saying that for the masses, you know. Yeah, the multitude sacrificing their own time yeah. for the masses. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm at about a quarter tank, and I got to leave a little gas in the tank for tonight because I, man, it's just hard to keep up with this younger crowd. Yeah, it is. So I need a little bit of a head start. I can't run her down to E and then try regassing up <laughs> right, tonight. Right, right. You know all that, that yeah. goes. So. Exactly. The, the gas stations are closed, and you can't you can't get there. They don't have pay at the pump. <laughs> they don't have pay at the pump. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's got to be it. Um. Thanks, Garrett. Thanks, Oz. It was good to sit down yeah. here. It's been way too long. Yeah. First long. time us three, same room. Yep. First time ever. First time ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big leg farm animal. <laughs> Keep all right. See you guys. All right. Okay, yeah, catch you later. Thank you.